Welcome to the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hagen, a nutrition coach, entrepreneur, food freedom expert, and forever a recovering disordered eater. I am here to help you own your enoughness, find your very own food freedom, and achieve your health and wellness goals in a way that gives more than it takes. Each week, I will provide you with insight and inspiration surrounding no-nonsense nutrition, mindset, motivation, body image, confidence, and other wellness wisdom. Welcome back. I am so happy to be here with you, and I have a really exciting, what I hope will be eye-opening podcast episode for you today. But before we dive deep into that, I have a favor to ask of you. Will you please, please snap a screenshot of your phone? If you're on your phone, if you're not, snap a screenshot of whatever platform you're listening to this on your laptop or your computer and share it on your social media platform. Stop what you're doing right now press pause. You don't even have to press pause. You can still take a screenshot and share this episode on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook stories, whatever platform you use and tag me. I love, love, love knowing that you're listening. I love knowing what resonates with you because honestly, guys, if I don't hear from you, it's basically just me shooting the shit in my office by myself, hoping that my neighbors aren't just like tuning in with their ear to the wall next door, (laughs) which may be happening. Who knows? But also it helps you help others because I don't know about you, but when I see someone that I know, like, and trust share a podcast that they're subscribing to and are learning from, I'm like, Ooh, I have to subscribe to this. I, I want to know like, what's the, the deal? I have to be in on this. And you know, my mission is to slowly take over the world and destroy diet culture because of the way that it's destroying women like you and like me and our relationships with food. And we can't do that if we keep this information to ourselves, which is why I shout my message from the rooftops and try to share with you on as many platforms as possible without driving myself completely insane. And I'm inviting you to do this with me. So would you please, if you love tuning into the podcast in a way of saying, thanks, Nicole, would you share a screenshot? of today's episode or the next episode you listen to, tag me. And if you want to go above and beyond, tell me what your number one takeaway is. I love hearing from you and I love connecting with you. I don't just want to be a voice that you hear through your earbuds every once in a while. I want us to have a relationship. Does that make me needy? Does that sound weird? I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) I want to know you personally. And I want to know what you're struggling with and what really speaks into your life and into your heart. Don't be shy. (laughs) But let's dive right on in to today's podcast topic. I hear a lot from new clients, from prospective clients, just from people I'm talking to on the web that nutrition confuses them. Like they have no idea what they should be eating, how much they should be eating, where they should start because one person tells you to eat meat, another person tells you meat is bad, one person tells you that carbs are the enemy, another person tells you you need carbs. Like it's so mind boggling. And you know what I tell them when they express that to me? Gosh, you're so right. The nutrition world is confusing when you aren't screening your sources because Yes, on the internet, you can find someone, a lot of someones who advocate for anything. And that advice will be very conflicting. And 
There is no one right way for everyone to eat and for everyone to engage with food. So we need options. We need variety. Everybody's claiming that their way is the one right way, but that can't possibly be true. So you need to find what is the right way for you and your body and your life, and then screen out for all the rest because it's not helping you at that point, right? Once you find what works, you don't keep looking, right? Like once you like, I'm going to marry this guy or this gal, you don't like keep your eye open on the side. I mean, at least, you know, I hope not (laughs) if you have a healthy relationship and the same goes for your relationship with food. Once you find what works, stop teasing yourself. Stop pain shopping, looking at your friend, Karen, who starves herself all day long and then binges on one meal at night. And yeah, she might be able to stay lean, but is she happy? Like just because that works for her doesn't mean it works for you or that it's healthy or your friend, Susan, who cuts out all carbs and she's looking as ripped as she's ever looked, but like, does she have energy? How are her hormones? And just because it works for her doesn't mean it works for you. So stop, stop trying to find the answer in every source and every Karen and every Susan that you come across because different strokes for different folks, there really is a lot of truth to that. So what I want to talk about today are the differences in a lot of the nutrition and dieting dogmas that you've probably heard about. What are they all about? Why are they different? Why maybe are they not for you? Or why maybe are they for you? And how is what I do here at the Nutrition Coaching with Nicole headquarters completely different? Strap in, strap in guys, because this is going to be a really fun and cool episode. So let's start with diet culture. Diet culture is kind of the terminology that we use to encompass all diets that believe that the objective is to be as thin and as light and as lean as humanly possible. Basically their message is, Hey, people who live in smaller, lighter bodies are better bodies and better people. And the tactic that they use diet culture is 100% compliance to whatever the list of food rules may be. Now, diet culture encapsulates a lot. So we could be talking about Weight Watchers. We could be talking about keto. We could be talking about Shakeology. We could be talking about the CG, what is that like pill dropper under your tongue? I don't know. It's complete nonsense. I don't even like use brain space up with it. But all of these diets, they're generally strict, aggressive. They're built off of very prescriptive rules that someone said, do this or else, and you have to be completely compliant or you fall off the wagon. That's diet culture. And diet culture is complete garbage. Like I'm just going to be completely honest with you. One, it assumes that all of our bodies, if we eat and exercise the same way, will look the same way. That's false. That is not true. It does not account for individual differences or individual preferences. And diet culture has a 95% failure rate. That's disgusting. But 95% of people who use conventional diets, and there are many of them, have been many of them, will be many of them to come, these are the popular trends that you hear about. They fail 95% of the time. That does not mean they aren't effective. All of them are, because they all use the principle of a caloric deficit, eating less than your body needs, but they do it too aggressively and without any individualization. So yeah, you might be successful, but you'll gain all the weight back. 
Yeah, you might be successful, but you'll feel like shit. So 95% of people gain the weight back and more. And this is why I speak out so aggressively. You might, might even be able to hear it so passionately against diet culture because it's garbage and it is trying to sell you on you being worthy enough, more important, more valuable, more accepted in society and in your body just because you follow these rules and look like everybody else. Nope. Sorry. That's wrong unsubscribe. (laughs) But a lot of people are stuck subscribing to that because diet culture is super prevalent, right? I bet you can't even scroll your Facebook feed without seeing some Karen, Susan, or Diane who's doing something aggressive and seeing results. And because all of us want the biggest results for the least amount of effort, it's very sexy. It's very shiny. It's very appealing, but lands us on our tush every freaking time. So until you're ready to learn that lesson and until you're ready to accept that dieting doesn't work when you go about it in a deprivation-based way, you will be stuck on that hamster wheel. That's one nutrition dogma. Now the opposite end of that spectrum is something called the haze community. And haze stands for health at every size. And the haze community essentially says, Hey, we've lost the war on obesity. Fighting fat has not made it go away. You know what? All of our efforts to be thinner actually have backfired (laughs) and those efforts don't make us happier or healthier. So basically health at every size is a new peace movement that's trying to help us advance social justice and create an inclusive and respectful community to support people of all shapes and all sizes, which you can see is completely different. The exact opposite of diet culture because diet culture tells us, Hey, you need to be living in a smaller body. Whereas haze is encouraging the exact opposite body fat acceptance. Stop trying to live in a smaller body. You can be any size and still live a healthy, happy life. In fact, perhaps even happier celebrating body diversity. And side note, if you haven't heard of haze, you've likely heard of intuitive eating. And these two philosophies, haze and intuitive eating, while helping you to make peace with food and ditch the diet culture rules, helping you to learn how to listen to your body, eating what you want, when you want, in what quantity your body wants, without fear, without restriction, does not support the notion of intentional weight loss, which I get because remember, diet culture has a 95% failure rate. That's not good. And not only that, but repeated cycles of weight loss and weight gain only lead to obsession with food, self-hatred, eating disorders sometimes, weight discrimination, and yes, poor and compromised health. So I get it and I really truly believe that these philosophies, haze and intuitive eating have a lot to teach us. We do need to learn how to listen to our bodies and stop subscribing to arbitrary food rules. But here's where I don't agree completely with the haze and the intuitive eating philosophy. I believe that yes, we need to learn how to listen to our bodies. Yes, we need to learn how to ditch diet culture, deprivation, restriction, and that failure mentality. But I stand 
for, not against, wanting to create change, whether that's change in a health marker like blood pressure, cholesterol, blood sugar, or body composition, wanting to lose body fat, wanting to put on muscle mass. I will never believe that those are bad things, that wanting to create change shouldn't exist. I want to help my clients make sure that they have a strong foundation. So maybe we need to prime ourselves for fat loss, make sure you're ready for fat loss. But then I want you to have all the tools and all the skills to be able to create sustainable success confidently that lasts for life. So this is where one of the ways that Nutrition Coaching with Nicole doesn't line up with the haze in the intuitive eating community. It certainly doesn't line up with diet culture either, but it's somewhere in the middle and nobody likes to talk about the middle because the middle is messy and we like to be polarizing and we like to have one right way and one wrong way and I just can't get behind that because yes, I see the benefit of mindful eating. Yes, I think you need to learn how to listen to your body instead of just blindly following food rules. But yes, I do think it's completely okay and can be a really wonderful, beautiful, healthy, positive thing to create change in your life and in your body and in your health. And here's where we need to take a pause because I need you to ask, what is right for me? Do I actually want to create change or do I feel forced to create change? Do I feel like I should want to be in a leaner body? Do I feel like I should or have to create this change for my health? Because if you do, it won't work. Maybe in that case, what is best is to make peace with food and to learn how to accept and love your body as it is. But if you do in fact want to create change and you can tell me how that improves your quality of life and how you benefit from creating that change, it does not have to be demonized as an evil thing. But what's right for you? I don't know and I can't tell you. Only you can make that judgment call for yourself. But here's what research tells us. If we try to force change, on someone who has no interest in making it. If we try to encourage people, and I see this in the medical field a lot, to lose weight because, hey, you'll be healthier, they won't be healthier because now you are forcing change upon them that they have no desire to make. And that will just get them stuck on that hamster wheel of losing and gaining and going about it in all the wrong ways. So if you want to create body fat loss, if you want to pursue it in a sustainable, safe and healthy way, great, go for it. But if you don't, great, that's okay too. You can learn to just accept your body as it is because carrying more body fat and not living in your leanest body ever does not make you any less worthy or valuable as a human being. Please hear me when I say that. But what do you do if you realize, oh, I do want to make change. I know I want to make change in my relationship with food. Yeah, I want to make peace with it. Yeah, I want to move away from diet culture, but I do want to create physical change too. Maybe that's getting stronger. Maybe it's putting on some muscle. Maybe it's showing more of that muscle by losing some body fat, whatever it may be. If you want to create change, well, now we open up a whole other world of conflicting dieting philosophy. Because, you know, at this point, the only requirement for fat loss is that you are in a caloric deficit, meaning you are consuming fewer calories than you expend. 
And do you know how many ways you can create a caloric deficit? Probably about a million and one. And not all of those ways are health promoting. So here's the new rub. A lot of these ways of promoting change and helping you to create change are actually diet culture in disguise. For example, you could cut out an entire food group like carbs or fats or all proteins. And yes, you would probably be in a caloric deficit. And yes, you'd probably see fat loss, but at the cost of your health. Because macronutrients are macronutrients for a reason, and you need all three of them, proteins, carbs, and fats. And even though you could create fat loss by cutting out an entire food group, it does not mean that you will be healthy or happy or feel good or be able to sustain your progress. That's diet culture, just with a different mask on. And then we have the tracking, weighing, measuring philosophy. You can eat whatever you want, If it fits your macros, you might be familiar with that. As long as you are hitting these numbers, you can eat whatever. So your diet could be comprised of entirely protein powder and cocoa puffs. (laughs) And as long as you were hitting your macros, you're golden. But that does not mean you're healthy or you're happy or you're nourished or you're creating results that are gonna last. So once again, that approach to fat loss is just diet culture with a different name and a different mask. So if you want to create change, go for it, girlfriend. You can do it. But you have to start by creating that healthy relationship with food first. You have to be primed for fat loss. And I've talked about this in the periodized nutrition coaching podcast episode, but you have to build a health first foundation. You have to make sure that you are nourishing your body and feeding your body adequately and not just creating a caloric deficit, but doing it in a safe and sustainable way. And from there, you can create amazing change, but that has to happen first. Now, there are still several ways that you could go about that. Some people like to still log and track, perhaps use an app to account for what they're eating, but still choosing mostly whole nutritious sources of food. And that works for certain people. But for other people like myself, having to track every day feels soul sucking and like not something I wanna do for the rest of my life. (laughs) So that means right there, it's not a great approach for me. It does not feel like something that I wanna commit to for the rest of my life, which means that the results I get wouldn't be sustainable. Other philosophies will teach you how to eat mindfully and control your portions. Other philosophies will tell you that you should have a certain feeding window and only eat between this time and that time. Other philosophies will tell you that you should have a mostly plant-based diet or a, a diet that comes from Mediterranean sources. There's so many different options out there. And those that come from a health first foundation will all work. But the question you need to continually ask yourself is what will work best for me? Maybe the best option for you is learning how to accept your body as it is right now and learning how to make peace with food. But maybe you're ready to learn how to create change in your body and your performance in your life and your relationship with food. And you want to go about that in a health first kind of way, making sure that you are taking care of your body and nourishing it in addition to creating the confident change you want to see. And if that's the case, know that there are many, many, many different roads you can take, but there's only one road that's going to feel the best 
for you. And that might not be the road that your friends or your family members take, and that's okay. The road that was right for me is the road that I've turned into nutrition coaching with Nicole. And it's been the right road for so many amazing rock stars. But that doesn't mean that it's the right road for you. In fact, I know that it's not for some of you tuning in. Because nutrition with Nicole, it isn't a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter approach. So if you're still stuck in diet culture... This is not the coaching program for you because we're going to do a deep dive into your unique goals, lifestyles, likes, dislikes, and we're going to create a customized blueprint to your goals. And no two blueprints are the same. Clients are different and that means the road that takes them to the results are different too. And that roadmap is designed with you in mind so that you know you can feel confident sustaining your results for a lifetime. I know it's not for you if you're looking for rules and restriction and you're looking for me to tell you, hey, you should eat this and not that. (laughs) Because Nutrition with Nicole is a flexible approach to sustainable fat loss where no foods are off limits. I want to teach you how to reach your goals while enjoying the foods you love and encouraging results that last. And it's not for you if you're looking for a deprivation-based meal plan and 100% compliance to a program (laughs) because Nutrition with Nicole is all about real-life application so that you feel confident eating for your goals no matter where your life takes you, whether you're on the road or you're at a business meeting or you're out running errands. Yes, I'm going to teach you a lot about no-nonsense nutrition education, but then we're going to apply it to your life so that you know how to fuel and feel good every single day. And I know it's not for you if you're looking for results in 30 or 60 days because, girlfriend, that's not going to happen. I want to help you create confidence, sustainable fat loss, and find freedom in a relationship with food and results that last. And yeah, that takes time and it takes commitment. And maybe that's the road that feels right for you. But I don't know. If it is, I implore you to stop waiting and start taking action. But I hope more than anything that today's podcast episode helped you to understand that there is a lot of conflicting nutrition advice and education out there. And it doesn't all align with the same goals and the same values. I've had other nutrition coaches on the Health, Wealth, and Wisdom podcast who use calorie counting and macro tracking with their clients. And Claire Tuning is coming on the podcast to talk to us about intuitive eating in a couple weeks. Those are completely different opposite ends of the spectrum. And then I'm here in the middle teaching you how to reach your goals using behavior change, creating healthy habits that last and feel good for you and your body. Yes, being aware of macronutrients and calories because those things matter. But yes, also learning how to listen to your body and eat somewhat mindfully and intuitively without fear, concern for following a specific rigid rule. I'm in the middle, I'm in the messy middle, and I'm totally okay with it because I have seen the truly amazing results that my rock stars have created and the health, the quality of life, and the happiness that has come with those results. So know that you're not alone. The nutrition world is very convoluted and can be confusing, but also know that it doesn't have to be. Once you commit to finding what works for you and your body, 
accepting that that might be completely different from what works for other people and other bodies and forgetting all the rest. Catch you on the flip side squad. Thank you for listening to this episode of the health, wealth, and wisdom podcast. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe, and then head on over to nutritioncoachingwithnicole.com where you can sign up for my weekly emails where I send out my favorite tips, tricks, advice, and support every single Monday morning to help you kick your week off right. Thanks for listening. Until next time.